Back Fortune Podcast is brought to you in part by Legacy Now. Legacy Now is a ministry I lead that exists to serve those that serve others, primarily in the student ministry space. If I can serve you or for more information about my ministry or to connect with me on social media, you can find more information at LegacyNow.me. That's LegacyNow.me. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. Hope you're doing well. It's uh, kind of a cool night, man. It's uh, actually a warm night in uh, early February, which is rare. And smoly night this week uh, where I'm not busy, so just had a little time by myself on the porch tonight. And thinking about the last couple of weeks and kind of getting sappy and thought it'd be a good time just to kind of uh, think back to the last few weeks and what the Lord's done and the opportunities that he's allowed me to be a part of and hopes of. Uh, by all means, not patting myself on the back, but hopefully encouraging you and in, in a few things. Um, two weekends ago, I had a chance to uh, go to the uh, winter camp with our church. I've had a chance to be a coach at our church for a long time now. Uh, coach is a role where you volunteer uh, to help oversee the leaders who lead students. And uh, I love that role actually a long, long, long time ago. That's a whole other podcast. I was part of the team that kind of created that. And uh, in our church a long time ago, and to come back around this time serving in that role was pretty cool. And I've got to serve with uh, some of my best friends in the world, and that's just been a really incredible ride. In the last four years, our dudes are seniors now, so the, the, the leaders and the students are seniors, so they'll only have a little bit of time left before they graduate. I've just been tremendously life-giving. It's been a really great journey with these guys, and uh, they've become more than just quote-unquote volunteers they become my friends and uh, it's been really awesome getting to know them and being a part of the journey with them and and their students we get to sit in their groups a lot and hang out and cover groups when they're not not around and hang out with them a lot of different stuff at camps and different things it's just been a really amazing journey the last uh, four years it's been something special and last weekend was our last camp together and I just I don't know I was when we were driving back uh, a couple a couple of the coaches and I rode together and just kind of thinking about uh, this trip we've been on, I've just starting to know, none of us really knew anybody, and now we're all friends, and in fact, we do a thing back here every couple of months on the porch for volunteers and uh, for the leaders, and it's just been so much fun hanging out back here with them and getting to know them and doing life together and laughing and having serious conversations, and it's just been a really fun, fun ride, and uh, for me, it's just, it's, I go to a really big church. And it's one of those churches that you could go to and not know anybody and disappear and frankly not even go anymore and just watch it online. But when you serve, something special happens. You you build community and you get to know people and they become your friends and your family. And there's something about serving that you can't replace digitally. And I've been talking to a lot of people the last couple of weeks, even back here on the porch, about uh, where church is moving digitally. And, and that's a thing we've got to be aware of. And uh, but at the same time, you can't replace uh, person-to-person relationship and spending time together and going through the good and bad. And some of these guys last weekend we're talking about, in the last few years, there's been marriages, there's been kids, there's been jobs, there's been moving, there's been a lot of change. There's been students who left and students who came and students who began a relationship with the Lord, students who have made crazy, awesome decisions for Jesus and students who wandered off and some who've come back and just what a ride you get to go on when you walk through four years together. And I get to do that as a small group leader with the dudes I get to walk through, but to do that as a volunteer with other leaders, it's really cool too. And this is a, a fun season for me because having done this for quite a while now, it's it's fun to hang out with these guys and be able to kind of 
uh, be a part of their trip of doing that and coming along them and passing on all the mistakes I've made and things I've learned and navigating life with students. And it's just been a really fun thing. And I just got a little sappy, you know, just kind of as we're wrapping up that time and thinking about those guys, it's been a really, uh, the other coaches and I, uh, Ron and Chris and I were just talking a lot about just um, how special this time has been. And just with these guys, they aren't just people we see on Sunday. They're people we care about. And that's cool. That's really cool. It's been a, a really, really special. I, I, when we got into this, I, I didn't think it would be as life-giving as it has been. And for me, it's been incredibly life-giving and incredibly rewarding uh, being a part of the just the last four years. It's been really special. And uh, I'm sharing that again in hopes of challenging you if you're in a position, if you're hearing this, um, as I've been talking to some of you who listen to this and have given me feedback, it seems like uh, a variety of you who listen to this are involved in student ministry in some way or another. I would just encourage you, man, just jump in if you're not already. Find a place to serve and give your life away. And uh, there's so many Sundays where I don't want to go to church if I'm just being real. Just life is busy and there's things going on or I'm tired or just whatever. And then I get in the car on the way home and I'm like, I'm so glad I was here tonight. So glad I had that one conversation. So glad I got to talk to that person or so glad this thing came up. or so glad I was able to be a part of that. There's so many times when I get focused on my thing and then I go and I come home and go, man, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I just, just need to serve. Just need to show up. And I just want to encourage you, if that's the place you are in your heart right now, um, I can't imagine not serving, frankly, just in some form or fashion, in some capacity. And I just want to challenge you to think about that in your own life. And what does that look like for you in serving? And I, I know there's a billion reasons. I, I have a billion too. But uh, I would just challenge you, if you have the opportunity, it's worth it to find time to serve and to serve others. And uh, I know they're not always like this. I've been a coach before. And some of those some of those times were really cool. I don't know why I'm saying journey so much, Darren. If you're listening to this, don't be mad at me. Um, that's an inside joke. But um, but some some of those times were uh, really good, and some of them was just kind of you checked in and checked out, and you really didn't build those strong relationships, and kind of comes and goes. But this one's been really special, and I know for a fact these guys will be friends for a long time. And um, in some ways, I'm going to miss a lot of them, not being able to see them all the time. And uh, it's been really cool. And just thinking about the porch, in fact, a lot of them, we do one-on-ones back here a lot on the porch, just talking about life and talking about things going on. And um, this place has been special in that relationship, too, with a lot of those guys. It's been cool uh, that the Lord has allowed that to happen, just to have this place to have conversations about groups and about life and everything in between. It's been really cool. So a little sappy thinking about that. And the other thing is, this past weekend, Man, give me a second. I'm going to click myself. This past weekend, um, got home last night from Michigan and got to go spend some time with my buddy Cameron at First Baptist Zealand. And uh, Cam was in a small group. I had a chance to lead. He's 30-something now, and he started when he was a freshman, so that was 15-ish years ago. And... Uh, Walking through four years with him, and we had an incredible uh, small group that was not small, and um, loved every one of those guys. And as I reflect now on that time span, a lot of those guys have I don't have much contact with anymore. I still love them, and I, I've said this before, but when our groups end, I always tell our guys, I, I will always love you, I'll always be for you, but the ball's in your court now, and I'm not going to chase you anymore. I'll, I'll chase you when you're in high school, I'll text you and pursue you, and 
Uh, but, but when you move into this adulthood season, uh, I will be available for you. Uh, but in some cases, I'm chasing the new group of dudes. And I will always be a part of your life if you'd like me to be, but I can't uh, keep chasing everyone. And um, So some of those guys I've maintained some really incredible relationships with, and some of them, uh, unfortunately, uh, for my big old relational heart, I haven't. And uh, I wonder about those guys a lot and care about them. But um, anyway, going back to Cam, uh, Cam had this crazy high school career, and uh, we had this really great relationship when he was in high school. And Cam, I know you listen to the podcast, so um, I'm not just being nice because you listen. But, uh, uh, man, just that journey of there, there it was it. There I am again. Dang it. Um, but just that time with Cam, um, those four years were really special and we had a lot of incredible moments. Uh, went on a mission trip together and, um, a lot of one-on-one coffees, uh, talking through stuff he was, uh, going through with his own heart and family stuff and his own, uh, quest for manhood and becoming who God wanted him to be and, um, that led him down the road. He didn't just go to college and do student ministry. He did some other things, but the God's led him in a place where he's the family pastor at our church now. is really, really special. And so uh, I went last year and to go back again this year, which, by the way, as a communicator, when someone asks you back, that's always really cool. I, I've spoken in a lot of places once, um, and, you know, quite a few places more than once, but it's always cool when someone has you back. Let's, let's be real. If you're a communicator, you know that, or you're a musician or whatever. When someone asks you to come back, that's like, oh, wow, okay, that's cool. That means more than, anyway, just a little aside there. But um, got to go back and speak at their winter retreat this weekend. And uh, it's Cam dropped me off at my hotel Thursday night after having dinner with him and his wife and his daughters. Uh, I had the opportunity to actually officiate their wedding a long time ago. Um, man, my heart's just full. And I'm just getting sappy. I don't know what it is post-40, but I'm just sappy now. and thinking about all this stuff and then the opportunity to invest in the students and volunteers that he leads uh, felt like a proud granddad in some ways uh, which means I'm old but um, just felt really special to have the opportunity to be a part of that and to speak into their ministry but also just hang out with them and and laugh and tell stories and, and kid around uh, but what a full circle moment and to be able to hang out with some of the students that he is investing in and talk about life and to point back to cam as a, as a point person they can trust and believe in wow so cool and i don't know if you would have told me 15 years ago painted a picture of what this past weekend was like that i would have believed you <laughs> but wow how special that god allowed me to see that and be a part of that and big old sappy me was flying home last night and i'm not a crier i did not cry but uh uh, as we say in the South, I was fixing to, uh, it's fixing to, but I it just like, man, just, wow, so cool to be able to see that and to be a part of that. And that the Lord allowed me to see uh, a little bit of something special that we were part of a long time ago and the fruit of that to a different degree today. Uh, such a reminder of God's faithfulness and such a reminder that you just never know what God's going to do with the seeds you plant. You just have to be faithful and trust him. And by all means, not every guy I've led in a group is a student pastor, nor should they be, but um, this is a unique example. But, uh, man, so special to be able to see that uh, many years down the road and be a part of that. And we were talking on the way to the airport yesterday. He was driving the airport, and uh, Cam said something about a uh, full-circle moment. And there's guys in his group that remind him of him when he was in high school and just 
just man, my heart's just so full thinking about all that stuff and hearing him talk and hearing him uh, pray and care for the people God's trusted him with. What a special, special uh, thing God allowed me to see. And I, I'm just so grateful for that. I'm so thankful that God allows me to see things like that. And, and then today, uh, at the, uh, if I haven't said this, I think I have. I have the opportunity to be a, a community pastor at a local a hybrid homeschool Christian school called Legacy Community Academy, and it's just a really cool opportunity. And uh, I love the family and community I get to be a part of there. They're they're really incredible, amazing people. You know, the opportunity to serve the student body there, and uh, some of the teachers. It's a really great blessing and partnership with who I am and my ministry. It just matches up really well, and in so many ways reminds me of my early student ministry days in, in a cool way. It's just the chapel we do and. Uh, really the life-on-life -life relationship we get a chance to be a part of. I had a student walk in my office this morning. Y yes, I have an office. If you heard that, that's I know that sounds weird if you know me, but I actually have an office, and I use it some-ish. Um, and a student walked in my office this morning and said, hey, can I talk to you? And we had a conversation last fall about something God was doing in his heart, and it was very obvious to me that God was chasing him and is chasing him. And he just told me about a, a moment this weekend uh, where it sounds like potentially maybe he's surrendered to the chase. I hope it's true. And I was sharing that with some of our team today, and they said something that I totally amen, just totally agree with, which is um, that's super cool, and we're going to pray and hope and encourage him as much as possible to believe that's the case, that, that he's moving his life in the right direction. Um, but also how cool that he would just come tell me. And he just said, hey, there's something I feel like I needed to tell you. And told me about this this moment he had with the Lord this weekend where he surrendered. And I just, man, just to be in that position where people initiate and want to have those conversations. Teenage dudes, as you probably know, aren't the first to always initiate that kind of stuff. And so if they do, it means a lot. And big old sappy me is just, uh, these days, it's just, wow. <laughs> it's just crazy. And the reason I wanted to share all that, one, um, if you're in my, my world or my circle, I hope that encourages you. But two, I just want to encourage you that, uh, man, so many times what we do doesn't feel tangible. And whether it's the guys at North Point or, or being up there this weekend with Cam and, and the church in Michigan or students at the school, whatever that is, relational ministry is not tangible at all. It is, uh, it is not the most uh, easily you see the fruit thing in the world, especially with teenagers. You don't often see uh, the fruits of your labor. You have to trust a ton and have a ton of patience and belief that God's going to do what he's going to do whenever he chooses to do it and not hold on too tight. I was thinking the other day about um, a couple months ago back here on the porch, a student, uh, a former student, was sharing something that God was doing in his life. And to him, it was an epiphany, and this light went on. and this is, much as I'm happy and excited and celebrated, there's part of me that was thinking, you know, we talked about that when you're in high school. <laughs> but for whatever reason, it took a while for God to, uh, for that light to fully come on for him. And uh, that's just part of the journey. That's part of the oh, thing. Um, but it's just part of doing this. And it's part of doing relational ministry. And um, just want to challenge you, if you're in the field of relational ministry, to keep on keeping on. And just to uh, flex that trust muscle even harder and keep working on it because you're going to have to, or you'll be discouraged and you'll give up. And I've been so lucky the last season that God has uh, encouraged me a little bit, but also realized that as much as that happens, 
Um, there's also those days where you wondered if what you do makes a difference and if what you do really matters. And often that's the voice of the enemy, but often that's just the reality that you don't see fruit. And, uh, you know, as I'm leading this new group of dudes uh, who I've come to love and just care about so much already, um, we've had some really great small groups already. And in fact, last week we had an incredible small group. Uh, one dude opened up and it kind of just shifted our group in a really cool way. It's just reminded me so much of this thing of you're just planning time and you're, you're building relationships and building bridges. And a long time ago, the North Point days, one of our catchphrases was, uh, for leaders, we want to build bridges of relationships strong enough to bear the weight of truth. And that was a catchphrase we used all the time with leaders, build bridges of relationships strong enough to carry the weight of truth. And I still think about that phrase sometimes, to have that relational change, to have conversations with people. And wherever you are, as you're listening to this, I just want to challenge you to think about that. How are you doing that? How are you building those bridges in your life or in your ministry or whatever God trusted you to do? Uh, that when there are those opportunities to have those conversations, you've built the bridge that will carry those conversations. And it doesn't always work that way, of course, but how cool to have the opportunity to at least try and to trust God to use your life to influence others. So that's what's got me all sappy on the back porch these days. And uh, it's been a really cool season, and I'm incredibly grateful for it. And uh, while I just, we just never know what God's going to do and the story he's going to tell, and where my life is now is not ever what I dreamed it would be or even was angling towards or, or maneuvering towards in my own little heart. But uh, I'm very grateful how God has shifted things and moved things, uh, especially in this season, and embracing my gray beard and being okay with being sappy and just celebrating the cool moments where God shows you uh, some special things. And so I hope wherever you are, no matter where you are on the, the spectrum, I hope that God you would look at him and trust him that uh, he's working, whether you know it or not. And who knows what he's going to do in the journey. But I think part of it is for our hearts, too, to build that trust and keep believing that he's going to use our lives way beyond what we could ever ask or imagine. So that's me being sappy on the porch tonight. I look forward to uh, talking to you next time. See you later.